0: Hi, this is Julie, the host of the Julie Ducre Show. Let's get it in. The idea that individuals are innocent until proven guilty is supposed to be at the heart of our criminal justice system, right? But in reality, it's not, says Alexandra Natapoff, a professor of law at Harvard University. Quote, we're letting the pressures of the criminal system decide who will sustain a conviction, quote unquote, she says. So she also says, we are already committed in some terrible sense to punishing the innocent. According to a 2020 report by the Prison Policy Initiative, 74% of people in American jails have not been convicted of a crime. Did you all hear me? 74% of people in American jails have not been convicted of a crime. Sometimes this is because they're considered a flight risk or danger to society. But the majority of individuals in jail are there because they can't afford bail And while inside, they're often given a choice, plead guilty and get released or stay in jail until a trial is scheduled and hope they're proven innocent. Most people take the plea bargain out of fear. hmm, Who knows? The idea that individuals are innocent until proven guilty is supposed to be at the heart of our criminal justice system. But in reality, it's not, says Alexandra Natipoff. I'd like to share the perception gaps locked up uh, and explore the history of mass incarceration and the long reaching effects it has on our communities. This story has been updated to reflect Alexandra Natapoff's current location. At the time of her interview with Yahoo News, she was a law professor at the University of California in Irvine. However, she now teaches at Harvard University. We have designed this episode just for you because we strongly encourage you to experience it with your own ears. But we understand that it's not an option for everybody. You can find the information by going on any social media platform, of course make sure it's not fake news. So, both officers and inmates are at their boiling point in a jail that's simply busting at the seams. Look at the Arc Kelly situation, Robert Sylvester Kelly. This man was accused, arrested, and charged because of a lifetime docu-series. I don't believe this has ever happened in America where someone can be accused of a crime without any police reports, And in instances of alleged rapes without a rape kit, just based upon women that perhaps a celebrity may or may not have been involved with. Have you guys heard of the term booty call? I mean, if you are above the age of 18 years old or older in this modern day society, I'm sure that you've heard of the term a booty call. A booty call is just that. Hit it and quit it. That's it. Hit it and quit it. Not every booty call is rape. And to have a booty call, you have to have some, you know, agreeable and acceptable participants. There are some young men, some young women, some middle-aged men, middle-aged women, some not so young men, not so young women who just want to hit it and quit it. No strings attached. So does that mean that when mad day comes, that a female or even a male can yell rape because, well, that participant just wanted to hit it and quit it and didn't want to have a relationship with you. Let's think about that. So, experts have warned that those who work and live inside US jails and prisons are especially vulnerable to staying in jail for a long period of time, waiting for trial, and that they're also vulnerable to the coronavirus outbreak, such as Robert Sylvester Kelly, who's housed at the MCC. And it's really unfortunate that they're trying to, when I say they, meaning the powers that be that are holding him are trying to act as if his diabetes does not put him at risk of contracting the coronavirus and dying from COVID-19. Because employees of the jail and inmates have not only contracted the coronavirus, but they've died from the coronavirus and I just don't see how just separating him is good enough. And I'm praying that his attorneys in their appeal will be able to get him released soon before his trial. How can Steve Greenberg and the other team of attorneys represent their client, best represent their clients If they, number one, cannot get access to him because of the coronavirus, because the jail is on lockdown, how can just a few minutes of conversation per week be good enough? It's not. And I think, just in my humble opinion, that is a total violation of his constitutional rights. Senator Tom Cotton, via NBC News, as for the claim we should have more empathy for criminals. Uh, he said, I won't even try to conceal my contempt for this idea. Isn't that horrible for a U.S. Senator Tom Cotton to say that he won't even try to conceal his contempt for this idea to have empathy for criminals. What happened to be innocent until proven guilty? And on CBS Sunday morning, uh, it state it is physically impossible to do social distancing in a three foot wide tier. How in the world can you do social distancing when you are in jail? We Wish TV also says the jam-packed jail is causing safety concerns for the staff and the inmates. And they know this, but they really don't care. Samantha Lane Purface says if the American jail and prison population were a city, It'd be the fifth largest city in the country with almost 2.3 million Americans locked up right now. But did you know that most people in jail have not yet been proven guilty? So what's going on? This is perception gaps. Conviction by the court of public opinion. This is disgusting. She says, I'm Samantha Lane Purvis, And this is perception gaps locked up by the Christian Science Monitor. So, you know, this R. Kelly crucifixion just does not affect R. Kelly. It affects us all, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you are Latino. If the powers that be in the judicial system refuse to abide, by the Constitution and provide where you are to be considered innocent until proven guilty, then they can do whatever in the hell they want to do. They can do whatever they want to do. So what I'd like to uh, do for the next two to three episodes is dig a little, bit, a little bit deeper into the criminal justice system and the misperceptions about history Uh, politics, race, and the economy that contribute to our attitudes toward crime and the people within the system. We will explore how the coronavirus pandemic has exacerbated many of the issues uh, we find. And that, uh, I guess in our last final episode, we'll look at the potential solutions and where, you know, we're seeing progress, if any. I thank you guys for tuning in. Did you know that you can send me a message via anchor.fm? Yes, you can. I love to hear from you. Also, please support my podcast. You can donate 99 cents a month or you can donate 4 dollars or $9.99, whatever you like. Uh, that will help me keep this podcast going and continue to grow this podcast. I thank you for your love and your support. As always, this is Jule, the host of the Jule Ducre Show. Please be safe out there. Remember to wear a mask, social distance, and wash your dirty hands 20 seconds.